I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Hi, Alan. Hi, Jason. So, Merry Christmas. Merry, well, it's it's past that, but yes. Oh, right. Or is it early? Sing it. I'm saying it early. Of... I'm saying it early. That's why I gave you your Christmas present today. Oh, it's it's enough. I didn't want to give you one last year, but I want to give you one this year. Check out the pictures online. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be good. <laughs> they'll be good. Uh, they're, they won't be relevant until season three at the very least. Right. But it's fine. You right. can, you'll have, I mean, you have to yeah. wear that when that episode comes out. Obviously. We can tell them what it is. Yeah. You don't have to. No, go ahead. It's a Lucky Burger shirt. Do you remember what episode that was? It's called Lucky Burger. The actual episode yeah. of Lucky Burger? <laughs> I wasn't so I, sure I keep the first forget, time I keep, for, I keep forgetting because, uh, <laughs> usually they go into the, uh, the Zeppelin titles and after that I, I got, know. I know. I got a <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, is is and we'll talk about that too. Maybe at the end of this episode or at the end of the next one, the thing that's sitting over there from one of the Zeppelin named episodes. Um, but when Alan came over, I was wearing my Jimmy James coveralls, bright he orange. Should be wearing them right now. He's I don't want. I don't want to ruin the logo. I'm gonna frame that thing. <laughs> that's all I can think of to do with it. Like I can't like wear it. Yeah, Jimmy James would have took his framed shirt mm-hmm. out of the picture. So I thought I thought of the same thing. So it would be more in the spirit of the show to just wear it. Yeah, just, ruin it. Just... <laughs> Um, don't ruin it. Don't I mostly got it because I wanted to have the Jimmy James logo, like, so that I could scan it and do something with it. Is that weird? That's weird. Just wait till we get to that episode. I know. It's a ways down. There. It's a ways <laughs> down. Yeah. It's in the be the first shot of the episode though. I made sure to. I, I wanted to watch both episodes for the oh, right. I'm like, oh, cool. Look at that. Maybe that's the one Alan's wearing. <laughs> it's impossible to tell. There were like 16 people in the background. <laughs> like the most extras they'd had on the show. Anyway, anyway. hi guys. Hey, uh, this station is sale. Station sale. First aired je- uh, January 7th, 1996. 21 years ago. 21 years ago. Plus, plus some days. Plus some days. That's, um, that's the, ah. Yeah. This is uh, Tom Sharonis' first episode, directing. Whoa. Yeah. So that's exciting. Somebody listened to the commentary. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, Alan's just getting over an illness. How, you feeling better, Alan? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay, good. Don't, please don't die on the podcast. Actually, I wasn't, I wasn't coughing yes, the past few days. It just it's popping up again. It's popping up again. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. It's not your fault. I don't think. Yeah, it's not my fault. Uh, also, back with us from the ether. From the ether. Is Jen. Hi. How you doing, Jen? Okay. Um, Jen's Jen's back. If uh, you guys were listening, last episode was, was Jen. Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, I dropped something. <laughs> Jen did a a a, a a real deal only episode last uh, two t- two episodes ago, technically. Um, yes, and I have one or two, two more to go. Two more. Two to more do. to go. It's fine. They'll be a little shorter than this last one. The last one was very very bill heavy. Yeah, uh, psychologically. Um, Revealing episode, so yeah. I mean, you, you might have known some of it already, or most of it, or all of it, but it was fun. Good. And whether you do or don't, <laughs> go listen to it right now. 
immediately. Pause this podcast, yep. go listen to that Pick one, that and then come up, back. And then come back. Thank you. Um, so uh, this is like, it starts out with Beth. I uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Dave announces Dave how announces not to. Don't use the snack <laughs> foods as your primary dietary source. Mm-hmm. And Beth immediately is like, don't, don't look at me. Don't, don't, stop it. Stop it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, point out, uh, any office, I'm sure anyone who has ever worked at, if there are, is free food, you pretty much try to use that as a meal. Of course. You don't, you don't want to pay for lunch. Yeah, no, no. Of course. I, so I get it. I yeah, get it. Especially if you're young and if you're Beth, who apparently makes nothing. She makes nothing. <laughs> as we understand later how much she loses. She's eating sugar out of the packet at the beginning, which is, by the way, the one thing where Dave finally argues for them to give her a raise, or Bill argues for them to give her a raise. He's just so disgusted by her doing that. Oh, I love what on. he says with the, you know what she has for lunch? Ketchup packet soup and Tic Tacs. That's <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting. That just that comment. So I guess the Tic Tacs would be her dessert is, is what I'm to assume. I, oh. Oh, ketchup packet soup. See, now, you, now I get it. Maybe it is dessert. I just thought it was to uh, freshen her breath after eating nothing but ketchup. Yeah. Also, yeah. It's, hmm. I think it function, has it a- It is like garlic and vinegar, so. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Ketchup is just that. Oh, we have a cat. We have a, we have a, we have a cat on us. the episode this time. Oh, they don't normally come Matthew's in cat. The show. Yeah, this one's Choo Choo. Mitt's Mitt in the other room. <laughs> oh, uh, I lost my notes. Oh, well, Mr. James pops in mm-hmm. and says he whittled his original list of the wife candidates from 36 down to 29. That's right. He eliminated Loretta, Loretta Sweat. Sweat. From the MASH TV series, not the not the movie. Right. The TV right. series. Yeah. <laughs> because nobody can seem to find her, is what he says. I had to look her up. I was like, wait, who the hell is Loretta Sweat? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Hot Lips mm-hmm. from MASH. Wait, that means, uh, oh, our buddy Jeremy, who maybe will come on this podcast at some point. He's worked with her. Is he? Yeah, you can name any name, though, and oh, you can pretty, connect Jeremy to it. at some point, yeah. Um. Jen, real quick, that is your bottle of water. Just just so you know, that is now your bottle of water that Choo Choo is licking the side of. She's licking the condensation off of this bottle of water. Sorry. A little behind the scenes for everybody who wants that. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, I, lo- mm-hmm. I just love uh, Mr. James starts to give like a, a heartfelt speech to everyone. Mm-hmm. There comes a time in a man's life when change must occur. Change, according to great philosophers as a catalyst and then beth excuses herself and mm-hmm. everybody pretty much excuses themselves yeah uh, it slowly just surely well, yeah, well you yeah. know if nobody if nobody wants it uh, you know anybody who cares you can stick around and then he just like waits for the right moment mm-hmm. i'm selling the station it's like oh oh <laughs> moment of silence mm-hmm. for everybody and people slowly come back except for matthew who's just frozen in the background uh, yeah <laughs> Which is great. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually fall. He just he's right. just frozen. Just standing there. I gotta say, uh, the fact that they all come back and they all have a huddle after the fact, so they really had nothing else to do. They just no. wanted to get away from wanted to leave. Mr. James's speech. Yeah, because they probably just assumed it was another crazy thing, probably related to the wives, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which I guess makes sense. And I mean, it. I would th- think that would be interesting, though, if you're an employee that's and your true. boss is talking about his wife candidates and he keeps whittling them down. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're so annoyed that at some point they're like, maybe I should actually start doing my job? Like, I just, maybe I, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's how it seems. Um, and then uh, this is a line that for some reason I maybe it's because of Joe Rogan's line read that has always stuck with me, but it's just this is completely bogus. Yeah, this is bogus. And then Bill's like, what's so bogus about it? Well, I don't know, but there's something bogus in there. I don't remember exactly what he says, but yeah, he's just like being such a whiny baby about it. 
uh, it's like Mr. James so ends his speech though by saying, I wanted to spend a moment with you people to make sure you're okay. Okay, good. That was a nice moment. <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> he's got these things where he's like, he, he, he acts like he wants to have these emotional moments with everybody, but then he's like, well, for, you know, there we go. That's good enough. I'm, well, now I'm I have done. A, a theory about this because I think it's one of those things where he is trying to be like sentimental in a moment and then it's emotionally uncomfortable for us. So yeah. Like, oh, okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it seems probably right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes a lot of effort to get get it out of him, as we see later in the episode. Yes, yes. Um, what's funny too is like this is like this is as close you're going to get uh, for news radio as a uh, like a special episode. Mm-hmm. And I remember in another commentary, the because there's commentary for this episode, but there's another commentary where um, they talk about this episode and uh, more Tierney's in it. And she said, yeah, I don't like those episodes. I just want to stay a comedy. She really hated those. But it's funny that the writers and stuff are like, no, this is like, it's it's rare that we do this. We kind of like doing it. And yeah. I think the other actors like playing it. But I guess more Tierney just didn't dig it. She's like, no, I just wanted to make the comedy. Let's just keep being funny. Which is crazy because she goes on to like basically dramas after yeah. the show. Right, right, right. I mean, right now she's on that show. Isn't she on The Affair? Isn't that the name of her show? Right yeah. Now? I should know. Heavy I, drama. I and then, I mean, she was on ER for the right, longest time. Right. Not, not a lot of comedy in that. No. <laughs> I had forgotten that Candy Alexander was on ER because I, I didn't realize was she? she was on ER before news radio. Before CSI? And yeah, she was on ER, went to news radio, back and forth between new ER and news radio for a while. And then, yeah, eventually CSI was her thing. Wow. Forever. Yeah. Huh. And before that, she was doing music videos and stuff. Oh, yeah. She's a great actress. She's in that Chris Rock uh, rap mockumentary. What's it called? I've never seen it. Uh, a lot of people talk about it. I don't know. She's in it. Um, that's just, anyway, okay. side note. Yeah. Um, Oh, mm-hmm. we just move on when Mr. James walks away and Dave follows how Mr. James says, I'll have the smell of negotiations in the morning. It smells like... Yeah, like, like victory. What? Yeah, apocalypse now smells like victory. Uh-huh. Well, Dave, I'd love to stand here and talk movies with you, but I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I had a note here, and I cannot read my notes. Let That's fun. Mm-mm. Something, something. No, sir. I, for one. Oh, there we go. That's what the line is. The line is where uh, Matthew's just really upset and really angry about it. And then and then, and then, then Bill says, uh, are we going to stand for this? No, sir. I, for one, am going to get a cup of coffee. Just so dismissive. <laughs> like, he doesn't He doesn't even invest in his own joke. He's just, ah, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. He just, and then walks away. And then Matthew, of course, ends with the, no sale. No sale, no sale, no sale. He gets up on the chair, and, and of course, he's like Matthew, like <laughs> to a little kid. No sale, falls and... off the chair because he was standing on a rolling chair. You don't, yeah, you don't yeah. do that. And then don't do it. it. Don't do, yeah, and bites it. <laughs> Just because that's how that's how they cold opened it at this point. That was a long cold open when you think it about it. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of information they had to pack in. Um, it's true. Uh, let's see. Um, come back and Dave and Lisa are in Dave's oh, office. Oh, man. Talking. This is like one of the dumbest but funniest games of telephone that I've ever heard. And it happens so fast somehow. Uh, yeah, th- this part's pretty great. Go on. Uh, well, uh, they're, so they, they're talking about the company Robertson Communications who's mm-hmm. going to buy buy the station. Mm-hmm. That is the rumor. And that the last uh, one person comes in and says, well, the last, the last company they bought, they <laughs> fired half the staff and made everybody else take pay cuts. Where did you hear this? Uh, what did he say? Like a guy down the... I, would, uh, I don't I remember who he said exactly. Cab driver or something. It's somebody who just... 
the guy at the deli. Oh, the guy at the, the deli. The there deli. you go. You're Just right. Just from right. the deli. That's right. And then somebody else comes in and they, they says, "Yeah, and made every, they fired half the staff and made everybody else get haircuts." That's what Beth says. <laughs> they can't do that, can they, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> and then Catherine is the best, best. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you like Bill, to say it? Bill's is pretty good too. Though. That's true. <laughs> uh, they, I heard at the last place they bought, they eliminated half and half and made everybody else eat cold cuts. <laughs> What's the, what are they, Dave? Some kind of dairy or meat? processing conglomerate first of all that's not a bad situation I, I mean i would miss half and half but if you get sure. the free cold cuts people all right that would be delicious of course <laughs> as long as nobody gets fired like everybody else heard uh god it's so, I get, so funny i gotta point out uh because even like during during this gag when this was happening mm-hmm. Beth also was walking in and was like guys should, should i take this jacket back and like david Lisa were like i i don't know if there's any reason why i should take this jacket it's just it was really expensive, and they finally snapped. Like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Beth. Yeah, oh, as we know, man. she's broke. Yeah. Uh, and then I like that Bill just comes in, just nonchalantly. He doesn't care. Yeah. stage, I've got skills. You know, I've. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're home for the hits. And then he does country, and then perfect Spanish. Apparently, uh, he knows Spanish. WNYX, unos voltas, la hits. I can't say. And then, and then he makes up some. Asian slash Middle Eastern slash not because it's total gibberish uh-huh, language uh-huh. to try and maybe starting to show a little bit of desperation because yeah. what the really yeah WNYX I can't do it I know no <laughs> and you so should so <laughs> and they start and, and then like he's immediately accused of making that one up yeah. and his response is to seemingly curse them in his made up language <laughs> it almost sounded like fake Hawaiian maybe? I don't know what it was like an ama- point, you're right though it was, it was like an very, amalgamation of some sort of bad. Middle Eastern dialect yeah. it was very fake possibly and very Japanese. bad I and very racist mahalo at one point in it but it doesn't sound like yeah yeah that's was, that was part of his insult mahalo. but it also sounds like he's doing an old racist Japanese voice mixed with a it's number everything. of delightful things there's a lot of there's a lot of things about other cultures uh-huh. swirling around in Bill's brain. I'm pretty sure almost all of them are bad. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> pretty sure he was an expert at all the other ones, but i sure sure he did make that. Yeah, I, I get the feeling he was probably a journeyman, uh, <laughs> um, you know, DJ before mm-hmm. he ever did news anchor. Like sure. that was typical of the 70s and 80s. Sure. So my guess is that's where he learned these things. And then I don't know, he got his job from his aunt, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, originally, <laughs> but I, I'm 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 assuming after that. She only stuck around for a very brief period of time, you know, because he was drinking in his dorm room, busy drinking all the time. And then one of my favorite Matthew bits ever comes up that, like, I, as much band? as I, the, the black armbands, because it's, it's, he's objecting. And then I've only got two right now. Why do you, you only, only have two? <laughs> yeah, well, they're my socks. <laughs> Get away from me, you barefooted freak. <laughs> I love whenever they call him freak, and it's one of my favorite things, and I don't know why. It's just a delight. Um, oh, and then <laughs> handcuffs. And then the handcuffs. He's like, uh, I, should, I should protest. I should. Uh, what does he say? originally propose that I should like chain myself to the front door or something? I'm already originally yeah. says. You've only had a pair of handcuffs or something. Yeah, yeah, and then. But uh, no, that Bill says you should handcuff yourself to yeah. something, something, something. He's like, We're yeah, but we get handcuffed. <laughs> and then he just sits there and casually, without like, just looking looks in, forward, yes. Yeah, he just reaches blindly into a drawer, 
pulls them out with a little the smile. The audience goes wild. Of course the audience fucking loves that shit. <laughs> Yours is not to reason why. Yours is but to do and die. Bill Keats, 1776. So <laughs> there's Keats John again. Keats? No, oh, I wrote Bill because his name is Bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm retarded. Uh, it's, it's, not, John Keats. it's not a real John quote, y'all. John Keats, Just to reiterate this. That is the second time he says Keats, though. They're all fake. This has been verified by And writing. he clearly only says 1776. We don't even have to look it up. Because... <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, you know, what's funny is, um, uh, who was it? Lou Morton did email me back because uh, he heard us talking about uh, the, the John Keats. And he's like, yeah, that comes up a lot more. You just might not have noticed. Like, oh, wow. So, yeah. Really? So, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's it's like it's just a thing that built it. So thank you to Lou Morton for keeping my brain uh, you know, aware of that. Um, I, yeah. I love the bathroom. He's like, well, what if I have to go to the bathroom or something? Hang for the handcuffs and the pill. Going to the bathroom is a privilege you might lose if you sit idly by in these troubled times, my friend. <laughs> That's a great quote. It is so good. Also uh, from uh, John Keats, 1776. Also from John Keats. Yeah, yeah that's right. FYI. And then Jimmy. 1770. Yes. Anyway. Well, yeah. That's, it's like, <laughs> that's an important year, so that's what I'll say. That's exactly what he says it all. So good. Uh, and then when Jimmy comes in, he you thinks that Matthew that is. Uh, so what happens next, Matthew? Well, you know, you give in to my demands, and you listen to my list of demands. Oh, it's in a magic trick. (laughs) The only time Mr. James has ever been excited at anything Matthew does, and it gets Mm poo-pooed, because he's not doing what he thought he was doing. Oh, the monkey's doing doing a trick? This should be interesting. Explains why he supports his nephew later on so much, who Mm. does magic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He just just loves magic magic tricks. It's one of my favorite bits, too. Oh, I'm a motivational speaker. I can't wait till we get to that. So, so good. Um, and, uh, yeah, then we shortly thereafter meet Jane Robertson of Robertson Communications. I love, uh, <laughs> whenever Mr. James meets somebody, oops, I probably should have put my phone on silent, but that is the <laughs> Back to the Future noise. Uh, I love that, uh, whenever Mr. James has a new wife candidate, how, like, just shy and bashful he becomes. Uh-huh. Like, Thank you, Jane. You certainly brightened the place up. It's like... <laughs> Which also is not dissimilar to that line he uses with the lady he goes and does it in the hotel room with earlier, uh, the, the accountant woman. It's very similar. He's just a little more smooth this time, maybe. Just yeah, he's little... he's very like nervous and shy yeah. when uh-huh. it comes to actually being around these women, even though he's has no trouble like boasting about a list of like dozens of women. Right. He's like, I'm gonna. You know, marry one of these ladies. Yeah, that's the ticket. Just mm-hmm. like you know, <laughs> bragging, talking about it, and then and then once they're actually in front of me, he's like, "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> and then she leaves the room, and Dave has finally oh. figured out why this sale is going through. Well, I yeah, I, I love when you know Dave figures like it out, which he just goes, "Nice just to immediate. meet you, Miss Robertson." It, it is Miss. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> When he calls about that, I don't, I don't believe you. She's one of your wife candidates. And Mr. James like, no, no. Well, she wasn't on the original <laughs> wife candidates list or whatever. Oh. You, sir, are a whore. Sir, you're a whore. That's how he says it, which is really, really, really funny. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, the, <laughs> I love that quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sir, you are a whore. <laughs> and then he sends him back out there because he finds out that he's not actually going to sell the station. Mm-hmm. It's just a ploy. Just mm-hmm. another ploy, which exactly. obviously is relief on Dave's part. Uh, and then he helps him as he goes out there, puts a little flower on his lapel like he's a little kid. <laughs> Check my breath. 
No, sir, that's where I draw the line. Check <laughs> <laughs> my breath. It's so funny. God damn it. He I got to point out, though, in everyday mm-hmm. life, though, anyone who has to check your breath, you shouldn't. Because that's just a disgusting thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Just mm-hmm. brush your teeth if you're unsure. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. pretty much your best bet. Yeah. Um, anyway. And, uh, and then there's a little ego check for Bill when uh, Jimmy goes and meets Miss Robertson. Oh, at the it? elevator. Mm-hmm. Think, yeah. Bill's just trying to secure his position. <laughs> Despite him acting like he's not worried earlier, he's got to <laughs> prove himself worthy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a value. I'm well, a value. Right. I, I feel like the more nonchalant he acts up front, the more he's trembling inside. And, yeah. then, and then he always reaches a bursting point after he starts acting like that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if he says anything, he actually cares about it. And if he doesn't, he 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 will ignore people the whole time. Yeah, that's probably true. He was acting like he was ignoring people for a while, but he was also talking about it. So he he says the line I wish he would say at some point in every episode because mm-hmm. he says, "You pr- you probably recognize the voice. <laughs> I'm Bill McNeil." <laughs> like every time he's <laughs> right, right. I mean, he's basically doing that all the time his whole life. But right. yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, I don't. And then he starts speaking in Spanish desperately. Yeah. The door closes. I, I love, yeah. Dios mio. Dios <laughs> mio. And they're talking, uh, Jane or oh, whatever, right. just like, oh, yeah, I would love to meet that Catherine. Like, Yep. <laughs> so good. Such a fucking kick in the balls that he deserves. Yeah. But, oh, my God, that's wonderful. <laughs> because Catherine is a great reporter. And yeah. Gets and overshadowed because Bill doesn't shut up about himself. Exactly. So, um. Let's move on to the next scene in a moment, right after this word from our sponsor. Hey, Alan, how are you enjoying your Lucky Burger shirt? It's amazing. It's comfortable. Mm -hmm. It it has a lot of room in it. Mm -hmm. Well, Alan, do you Mm. want to know where I got that shirt? I would love to, because this is an amazing prop. It is, right? So uh, I met the delightful Holly Haber, who uh, hooked me up with this. Mm. She's from Real Clothes and Props. And uh, just full disclosure, folks, I, I am an actual customer, but, but I offered because she's just been so kind to me yeah. to do to make sure that uh, I advertise this company for her. Her uh, website is realclothes.com. There's a bunch of news radio stuff up there. Uh, I, th- I think there are other Good Burger shirts, Lucky Bur- Good Burger, still <laughs> other Lucky Burger shirts you can get. Um, and you can also get the uh, the coveralls that I got. They, they had at least four of them. So and she's a very, very sweet lady. Too. Very sweet yeah. lady. And like, yeah, she's very wonderful. Quick, easy transactions. Nice woman. Um, has so much stuff from other movies too that you might actually give a crap about. Uh, but news radio, news, news radio, radio. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the big one. Um, like Dave suits. They have some of Dave's suits up there. Like they have full yeah. suits of Dave's. And I like, I'm like, if only they would fit me. I'm sure I'm too big for them. I don't but, know. Yeah, I don't know how tall he is. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so just wanted to let you guys know that this episode is partially brought to you by Real Clothes and Props at Real Clothes R E E L Clothes dot com. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. In the break room. In the break room where Lisa puts up an argument. Like, they're all in there. Mm-hmm. Except for, except for Dave Bill. and Mr. James, right? Yeah, no. and Bill's not in there yet, is not he? Not in there. No, you're right. But, well, no. I think he, because she's, Lisa, like, right away just says, they take all of us or none of us. Like, mm-hmm. she's saying, mm-hmm. you know, if one of us gets fired, we're all leaving. And then Bill, <laughs> Bill says, Bill, like, agrees with it, but then uh-huh. says, okay, people, let's go to plan B. Every man for himself. <laughs> and then he gets angry at, at Matthew. So what about your hunger strike? <laughs> I, I'm not on a hunger strike, Bill. They'll start one. He's an <laughs> asshole. He won't do it himself. Uh, and then one of the funniest lines in this uh, happens. 
um when everybody just they just start to argue and like just slam each other mm-hmm. left and right mm-hmm. one of my favorite lines is what bill yells to Catherine. oh my god um <laughs> you're gonna end up in massapequa uh, at, at a hip-hop station massapequa <laughs> it's so fucking mean i have that all in racist. caps right here you're gonna end up at a hip-hop station of massapequa. oh, oh it's so fucking awful like it's one of the funniest things he's ever said well Uh it's funny too because he says it while everybody else is like arguing over each other but you can just barely make that part out yeah like it's kind of fantastic she kind of looks like she just got slapped in the face Uh i mean i think it's more along the lines of we're all gonna we're all gonna get degraded as a Mm. result of this and you don't deserve to do that but that's what they will do to (laughs) you yeah yeah no he does respect i mean he he's kind of a little in love with her so like but still up up until his God, final, her final season, she's Great. he's still in love with her. Yep. Right. <laughs> I got. Oh, I had to bring this up too because uh, Joe also has, has some uh, leverage because I'm not gonna get fired because of this. And he pulls out like that circuit board. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what does it do? I'm not sure. But I took it out of the range the radio transmitter. I'm the only one who knows how to put it back. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm not. 100% sure of the order, but I know there were like three different sizes. Yes. And I know the last one at the very least is like the biggest Huge. one at the end mm-hmm. of the episode. This one, yeah, this one's this one's definitely smaller. It's like an album. Yeah. Like yeah. The size of a little of seat, a, like of a record album. Oh, that final kids. one? Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, yeah. Massive, yeah. I can't figure out what that came out of. Maybe a server. But yeah, I love that he, but it's, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Bill tells Matthew that the keys are on the top shelf so he can get out because they're, they're all over with. And he can, he can help me get them. It's a nice transition. Tries, tries to grab them and then. Yeah, you know, we never really pointed out on either. The uh-huh. Chair, then the yeah. counter, then back onto the chair, then he's facing the wrong direction and his hand is dragging at his crotch. Between and, his legs. And and the chair's dragging behind him. That's going to be scary as an actor because I feel like you could really hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. Doing that did stuff. it very quickly. <laughs> it was it? Very good. Yeah. yeah. Watching that, I'm like, oh, God, he's got, like, that looks like a regular chair. They don't look like they rigged it. You know what? Uh, also, we never really pointed out was just the sheer fact that uh, uh, to protest yourself, you're tying yourself to a, an easily movable uh-huh. chair. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it's because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's one of my favorite parts of this thing. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, so then we, we, we find out this is also a fantastic gag uh, when Jimmy's talking to Dave and says, oh, she, she yeah. broke my heart. She made me an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> and he's like, well, sir, I, you know, I, I can't believe, a, you know. Oh, yeah. What you... I can't remember exactly. You know, I can't believe I wouldn't sell, you know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't sell this thing for all the world. Something like that. And then he and there's no price big enough. And he hands me a check. Oh, OK. Maybe I would. Something like that. Well, no, he said it was he uh, it's not, he's like. That's well, not a bad offer. And oh, that's Mr. right. Mr. James like full, uh, folds it out. like the other half, and then there's like a ton of other zeros. He's just like, oh, oh, my. oh my, yes I, oh, oh my, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. I'm sorry, I fucked up. That's how it happens. He says, oh, I sold the station, and he's like, well, that's not the path I'd. And he folds it out one more time. Oh yes, oh I yes, would. it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so 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 good. Just like the gag of unfolding the paper to mm-hmm. reveal more numbers on yep. it. Yep. <laughs> I also like at this point they've given up on they're not going to be down drinking margaritas. They're all together in the station. I mean, it's important because it, it's critical to like remind him, hey, the station's mm-hmm. important. But they're all they've all got Jimmy cornered kind yeah. of yeah. like, come on. And they're trying to make an argument. Like, <laughs> Now, I feel like, you know, I, I'm here to like analyze Bill, but um, uh-huh. I feel like with Jimmy in this episode, it's interesting because, yes, he makes crazy stuff 
like business decisions and he's very focused on that but he's also got you know the eccentric millionaire billionaire uh personality going on so Mm -hmm. he's just uh, there's a lot of rolling of the dice and there's literally a coin flip later but Mm -hmm. um he he's very lonely and it's i feel like maybe even subconsciously he's kind of like i'm lonely i need a woman but also like do these people like me? They interrupted me when I when I was trying to do the announcements mm. this morning, and like I love them, but but maybe maybe it's fine, you know? Yeah, because uh, like they haven't shown him a, a very large amount of love throughout this episode. Right. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, because he's a crazy person. Well, uh, but he he's kind of feeling lonely, so he needs that from them, I think. Hey, Alan, I was gonna say it's really warm out, but it's not. But you know what I want? I mean, yesterday anyway? was really warm. It was really warm out yesterday. What, it could, what I could have gone for yesterday day. is like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, cold treat, delicious. Like soft serve ice cream? Soft serve ice cream. What? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe CVT soft serve would be my best bet. What do you That's think? That's the only bet. I think it's true. Here in Los Angeles, if you guys mm-hmm. go to CVT soft serve and everywhere, you can follow them on Twitter at CVT soft serve and uh, Instagram, CVT soft serve. I want the chocolate. I, I want like, vanilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twist. Actually, I want them both. So yeah, twist. Let's get a twist and then salt on top. And you should get all the toppings. They got sprinkles. They got salt. They got other sprinkles. Sometimes they, he puts ice cream and coffee, and it's so freaking delicious. Yeah. So you guys should go to CVT Soft Serve. Uh, well, I guess that's about it. Yeah. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Is that I how got we end? Ice cream in my tummy. <laughs> soft Serve CVT. <laughs> and back to the show. And we're back. And we're back. Again. Um, Quick break. So, yeah, so they're negotiating with Jimmy. I just remember uh, Joe takes out like another giant circuit board mm-hmm. and advises everyone to use the stairs. Instead of the elevator from now on. <laughs> uh, so so threatening. I also love these. This is shit that would get him fired. Yeah. You know, just instantly. Or arrested. Or arrested, or arrested. especially. Uh-huh. Definitely like for arrested. a long time. Like going away. Yeah. Um, I love I love Bill. <laughs> you were going to say the same thing, were I you? I was, yep. Just so the I like to raise a practical question at this point. <laughs> why, Jimmy? Why? <laughs> you can't expect any. It's just like the level of acting that he has to put into that dumb delivery. Again, uh, uh, everybody says it, and I, you know, me too. It's just the lines that he says. Anybody else, it would probably just like come off like, uh, maybe it's kind of funny. But how he delivers okay. every one of those. It's, yeah, and it's <laughs> the same reason that they hired a couple of the other people. So, like they deliver lines the way nobody would yeah. bother because they just they read in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and at this point, I love that they've all found their voices. Uh, <laughs> I I really like that they're there for apparently seven hours discussing <laughs> yeah. everything. Five more minutes. minutes. Five more minutes. Five more minutes. Five more minutes, and then it ends up. Being but they're not really saying shit. anything for seven hours. They're just drinking. What uh-huh. are they doing? That's what it seems like. Like they haven't come up with anything until the very last, until midnight, really? Okay. I well, love. Because they do. don't do their jobs that much, maybe? Is that why they don't have much to say? Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> they, wow, yeah, actually, yeah. All these years, they've, they've, well, except for Dave, all the years those guys have lived here, they can't come up with a good reason for Jimmy to keep stationed. And that's so sad. I mean, Lisa works. But... And then Joe's like, oh, I figured it out. We didn't say the magic word. <laughs> Please don't sell the station. I don't know. I thought Joe, you were trying to just, teach us a lesson in or something. That's just stupid, Joe. I love to uh, Matthew walks in a little bit freaked out, and Dave's mm. like, are you all right? <laughs> yeah. I was in the elevator. It dropped 10 floors in a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the greatest 
like jokes of a of a sitcom like they just take this trope and just crush it for all it's worth it just the whole like uh i reset the clock oh that for 10 yeah. minutes it's actually five minutes past midnight you missed your midnight deadline <laughs> audience goes crazy and the the, the delivery of the next line is to make everyone in the audience feel stupid and you and it and of course matthew matthew that 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 deadline was was you know that was just a loose guideline. We're dealing with a corporation, not a bunch of what does he say what, exactly? How, exactly how does he say? It? Not magical fairies. That's, that's right. <laughs> and then da- yeah. uh, the the Dave just saying we'll flip for it. Heads mm-hmm. <laughs> you sell the station, tails you keep it. Mister mm. Jay's like, I love it. Let's go. And then he flips it off obviously mm-hmm. that two out of three mm-hmm. flip three out of five <laughs> four out of seven <laughs> and then the, the sweet part one of the few sweet parts of the show ever mm. is, and i love the show but it's you know they don't often do these heartwarming bits but beth beth offers him forty dollars for the mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. you get to keep a station's worth a million dollars plus you make forty dollars and then forty nine dollars well forty nine dollars eventually yeah and then and fifty cents maybe yeah 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 something like that she gives us some change and eventually i believe they settle on all that and her gum and some gum some gum unspecified i love the mr james is like like how about 60 and she just she doesn't have it Uh uh-huh i felt so bad i know (laughs) i know uh she i yeah uh and then yeah but then he he gets on the phone with what's her name Mm mm-hmm the lady, Jim Robertson. Robertson. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Probably easy to remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says, no, I got a better deal. And it's cute. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he keeps saying it's a sound business decision. It's a sound business decision. And then by, then Dave Dave offers him money to tell him the truth, and then right. they negotiate that. Right. And, uh, I love that. <laughs> and he really makes a, more money. 10? 750? 8? All right. <laughs> And then, like, you can't have a whole lot of fun with the next line because it's just really sweet and cute. But how, like, like, uh, Mr. James, though, just describing it, though, you, you do see he gets a little choked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was, you know, and then he immediately goes to, yeah, I just made some money, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he acts like he, you know, that he didn't mean a, a bit of it. He's just there to make money. Right. That's Which, a good one. Yeah. And then the lights go out. Aww. Because... Because Joe pulled something else out of somewhere and is trying to put it back, and that's how you end. Uh, that's how those guys end a heartwarming mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Bill got cuffed to his chair. Or, oh yeah, uh, and I'm sorry. That's that's also a part that I, I forgot. You actually, when you watch it, you're like, oh no, is Matthew like, like I know Matthew's stupid and he almost deserves what he gets because yeah. he's just he needs to sto- slow down, calm down, and stop just being so wound up all the time but, sure but you're like no you know what like he almost died in an elevator today <laughs> please don't like hand them to bill and then let him cuff you real quick right like you think it might happen mm-hmm. there's there's always a tension between of them course. and then you're like yay bill got bill got he got his come up and but the writers he didn't like that it. either they're like no that's the last time we did that mm-hmm. for a reason <laughs> i know i know but it is it nice is funny no, it's a good time. moment it works this this you know this show actually had Three audience like uproars out of yeah, seemingly nowhere. True. Yeah, like I don't know if they blink the applause sign more times than usual, but it does seem like that they got like or a it was big... pre-recorded and they played it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah, but it's solid. Um, you know, I'm trying to. I think my favorite line out of this episode is going to be the. I have a practical question. Why, Jimmy? Why? <laughs> I guess my favorite yeah. line. Do you guys have? Uh, mine is actually Dave just saying to Mr. James, "Sir, you are a whore." <laughs> <laughs> Good. How about you, Jen? I don't know. 
balance. I like both of the ones you picked. Mm-hmm. I know, like, my favorite moment is probably when Bill is um, freaking out and, and, you know, even making up a language to show off, like, mm-hmm. just so desperate out of nowhere, even after, you know, he's been so cool about it. Like, I don't care. You people are peons. I get paid. More than all of you, yeah. whatever. And then like, oh God, no, this is horrible. <laughs> and I'm going to eat Matthew's food and I'm going to make up languages mm-hmm. and everything is horrible. And you're going to mess Pequot. <laughs> yep. I, you know, I don't know what my favorite moment is, but I'll give it to a, something we didn't mention, which is that Beth at the end of the negotiation gives yeah. Mr. James her ABC gum and oh, yeah. uh, he didn't ask. So he accepts his, that he's been beaten. He takes it and eats it. <laughs> And he doesn't have so to, but, he, but it's part of a deal. So he honors his end of taking yep. it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mine is the coin flip. Just, just, the, just the, like the timing of that whole. We want to flip for it. Okay, I'll, okay, ultimate deal. And then two out of three, three out of five, four out of seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is solid. I love that. Um, well, this has been another fun episode of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, except for there's one more thing that I'm so sorry that I almost forgot. I apologize. I'm getting in a little bit of a rhythm, and I'm almost done. Okay. Hey, guys, guess what it's time for? Jesus Christ. The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. With Jen on the ether. Hey. Hi, Jen. Um. So, you know, Bill's not heavily in this episode. Sure. But he, you know, he has his moments. Um. He's definitely showing, uh, like, his overcompensation uh, when he's when he's panicking, probably from the beginning like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But instead of actually just leaving the room and not saying anything, he says a bunch of things and then acts like he doesn't care and, you know, states it for everyone and then walks away. Mm-hmm. So you know that something's going on. His face just never, never shows it until yeah. he finally bubbles up he he just you know he represses a lot of things and then they eventually overwhelm him and then he freaks out sometimes he says some racist things uh-huh. even if they're not hateful mm-hmm. they're, they're not cool mm-hmm. and um you know he can't control himself until he has somebody calm him down yep. which happens but he always needs someone to calm him down sometimes. usually dave usually dave yeah but yeah it's usually dave so and and he, he he trusts Dave, so that usually works. Actually, yeah. Dave wasn't there for him in this one. Not really. No, no. not really. Dave Poor was Bill. was trying to keep the station together if he could, although not that hard. Nobody was trying as hard as they could, maybe, um, except for Matthew, I suppose. But he's such an idiot; he didn't do it in a very good way. <laughs> I know they're all accepting the inevitability. They of are. the future doesn't you know, sound like anything else. Does resist, it? Resist, okay? Doesn't, doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> unfortunate um so anyway yeah mm-hmm. bill bill uh you know he's finally soothed but it took a while yeah he doesn't he doesn't s- try and do anything to save the station though later does he actively no no no, no. i mean he he's just, not he's not a no, doer he's, just he's a he's a talker why jimmy why that's all he yeah. does yeah. yeah that's true yeah mm-hmm. that's it yeah so there we go. There's Bill. There's Bill's contribution to this episode. <laughs> now is the actual end of the episode. Alan, do you have anything to promote? This is going to be out in a couple weeks. Uh, a couple weeks. Uh, nothing coming out yet. So just go uh, go on Amazon Prime and uh, watch Sneaky Pete. 
There you go. Yeah. Our friend Libe Barrere is in a it's wonderful- really, She's really good. I'm like I haven't the seen series. the show yeah. yet, but she's in the Giovanni Ribisi show, Two Buck Chuck. I'm sorry. That's what I'm going to keep calling it no matter what. <laughs> Sneaky <laughs> Pete. Uh, so go no, see it's that. actually really good, though. I understand. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. Um, yeah, this is really good. Go find my movie, Lords of Soaptown, at bit.ly forward slash Soaptown DVD, or just search for it on Amazon. That's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm Jay Klom on Twitter, J-K-L-A-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M, two M's. Alan? I'm I'm Alan Rickerdead on Twitter, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. We're at WNYX News Radio everywhere you can find shit, and Jen is just on the ether. All right, guys, thank you guys for listening. There's only one more thing to say, and that is catch you later, B-Cakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.